another edition of the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. As always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Anchor app, and everywhere that you get your podcast. You can follow us on the socials, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all at Two Bums and a Mike. I am your host, Mike Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my lifelong friends, Christian Landreth and Kevin Ellaby. And before you guys say anything, I'm just letting you guys know that you guys might not hear Christian a whole lot this episode because as we currently record this, Xavier is playing in the Big East Championship game against Marquette. And for those who don't know, Christian is a former alumni of Xavier. So he is basically chomping at the bit to react to this game. And so if you don't hear him, it's because he is paying attention all heartily to this game. So if you hear him periodically, good for us. So anyway, <laughs> guys, how are we doing today? It's a good day. It's a Saturday. Don't have to work today. Yeah. That's a win, baby. Yeah. It's a win. It's a win. I'm actually, I'm pretty stoked to watch this uh, Xavier game, to be honest. Game I'm, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Again, like, so. I've gone over this. I'm just not in the college sports, man. In general. Well, this is, like, championship. You I know, know it's a championship game, but, like, I've said this about kind of, like, with, like, with like national championship for football and all that. Like, I really don't care until the championship stuff. In this, yeah. like, the Big East title, like, yes, I have some, like, level of, like, interest in it because it's Xavier, it's Christian, yada, yada. But, like, I honestly don't really care until March Madness starts. Yeah, so you, you only care about one tournament out of all the I care about March Madness. I care about the Final Four in football. And that's about it in college sports. Like, I really don't care much else about college sports in general. Oh, I get it. It's just, it's just I didn't grow up with it. Like, you've made the point before, Kev, about people in, like, other states or wherever. Like, it's sometimes that's all they have. They don't have any professional sports teams. So college sports... That's all they got, and they're really embedded into it. Me, you know, I grew up with professional baseball and professional football and all that stuff. Like, I don't really care about college sports all that much. Like I said, March Madness and the Final Four for college football, great. I'm invested in it. I watch it. It's enjoyable. It's entertaining. Other than that, I couldn't care less. <laughs> Call me no, Marshall, I'm I really you. don't care. No, I'm with you. I get it. You know, some people, some people don't like it at all. Some people watch it here and there, and some people are a dedicated watcher. Yeah, and hey, however you, everyone wants to roll, that's their choosing. Yeah, Christian, oh, it's in commercial right now, so you got time to talk. No, just, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I am. My heart is gonna have a hard time beating in a regular cadence tonight. It's just, it's a. I mean, it's the first time that we've been this good in four years. Uh, you know, last year with firing our coach after the first game at IT because the stadium. Win the NIT and then us hiring Sean Miller. And this year has been a, a, I mean, amazing. We weren't supposed to be this good this quickly because, I mean, none of these guys are his guys. These weren't anybody that he recruited. Um, and uh, so far, I mean, they ended the regular season 23 and 8. They won both the quarterfinal game and semifinal game in the Big East tournament and now they're playing in the Big East championship game which is our only second time ever playing in it. The last time was 2015 when we played Villanova and they had uh, Josh Hart on that team. Oh so, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. 
So you, yeah, so now it's coming back from commercial, so you won't hear them for another ten. No, minutes you'll, or you'll you'll hear me because they're. Uh, you'll just hear. They're, they're, <laughs> they haven't had the best start. It's not feeding you guys. Tonight is not the nice night's mess with me. I know, I know, I know. But uh, I mean, I'll probably you know if they bring this within five, I might be able to. Because what, what's the score right now? It, uh, well, it's twelve to two right now. Twelve to two, Marquette. Yeah, Marquette is kicking them right now. But again, it's like five minutes into the first half. There's, there's a lot of game there's left. There's a lot of game left. We, we aren't I wish there. all of you that are listeners could see Christian. Like, we're all sitting at my kitchen table right now recording this. And he's just, like, lean over, like, hands in his mouth. Like, just like, oh, my God. <laughs> he literally, he literally, that's literally what I was doing. Yeah, it's, it's the funniest thing. I might, we might take a picture of it put on social media. So that, might be, that might be something we have to do. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to take a picture. No, do what you were just doing. Do what you were just doing. <laughs> Definition of Christian right there. Literally definition. There you go. Is that is that good, Kevin? Is that a good photo? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I like that. That'll all. be going up on social media later. <laughs> By the time this goes out, this will probably already be up there. Or I might, Wonderful. We, we might time it perfectly to when the episode drops, and then that, that'll go out. So have fun with that. But anyway, so the, the, the topics for today, we actually got two things that we're going to talk about. Number one, kind of most prominent, that just happened as we recorded this 24 hours ago. The Chicago Bears have officially traded the pick. They traded the number one pick, which for me personally, it's holy cow, that was quick. Because the, the NFL draft, it's still seven weeks away. Really? I thought it was like seven. April. Seven weeks? I I, last time I read it, it was seven weeks away. It was, really? it was in like kind of later April. You might be right. I, I want to say that's what I saw. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know it's it's still a minimum a month away. Right. Yeah, I want to yeah. say it's about a month, like like six weeks, seven weeks away. Yeah. But man, I mean, we take yeah. Panthers to the bank. Yes. Yeah, so you do the bank. You beat it three, two, one, and scammer gets scammed, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but like if you think about it, like yes. Yeah, so as you mentioned, Kev, the yeah. Chicago Bears did trade with the Carolina Panthers. So the Carolina Panthers now have possession of the number one pick. And if you think of before we get into what what the Bears got in that trade, you know, if you think about what the Panthers is, you know, they don't have a quarterback. They yeah. drafted Sam Donald a few years ago and like no, the top. Did they? No, they what? traded for him last year. He was drafted. No, it was the Jets. the Jets. It was the Jets that drafted Sam Donald, right? Yeah. That's some years ago, that's what I'm thinking of. My mistake. So they got Sam Donald after he had some injury problems and he didn't work out. And then they went out and got Baker Mayfield after he left Cleveland, and he didn't work out. Shockingly, never been a big fan of Baker Mayfield anyway. So they haven't had a Thanksgiving. <laughs> they haven't had a quarterback, the Panthers, in some amount of years. Yeah, since They're, Cam Newton. They since Cam Newton, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah, they it's the Panthers call. finished this year at seven and ten, and they were picking number nine. So if you think about it too, they also traded this last deadline Christian McCaffrey. And along with this trade, we'll get into this detail. So the Bears traded with the Panthers. In exchange for the number one overall pick, Chicago is receiving the number nine pick, which we had just mentioned where the Carolina Panthers were originally sitting. So they still got a top ten pick. They got a second round pick in this 2023 draft, number 61 overall, originally from the 49ers that the Panthers had. Now it is Chicago's. They also got a first round pick in 2024, and a second round pick in 2025, and star-studded, star-studded 
wide receiver DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers, which we now have three years of control with DJ Moore, who's 25, and I believe he was the number 25. I might be wrong on the number. The number 25 overall pick. 25 overall pick, I'm going to say, in the 2018 NFL Draft. So this guy, like... He's been in the league a while. He's, he, only, he's only 25. He's had, I think it was like three straight years of 1,000 uh, receiving yards, and only this year he had like 888. He had a little bit of a dip, but he's still, like, he's, I would argue, he's top, top, yeah. top 15 receiver in the league, would you argue? If not that, like top 20. Yeah, yeah he, he's like, definitely he, up He's there. good. Most he's definitely. easily now the he best had, receiver that we got. I think he had like, I think like three or four consecutive years where he was over 1,000 yards Yeah. With nobody at quarterback. So now, with the receivers we got, we now have DJ Moore, who's clearly our number one guy. He's our number one guy oh, that yeah. we have. Him, uh, Donnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool. Yeah. Those are all three guys. Now, on paper, you know, it's not terrible. Can it be can it be better? A hundred percent. It can be better. But as we sit right now, like, that's a good start. That's a good start player-wise. Now getting into these picks, the Bears now sit at number nine, which again is still a top ten pick. They could still draft a stud blue chip player. You know, they could still do that. They got another second round pick this season because they originally traded their high-end second round pick to uh, Pittsburgh to get Chase Claypool. Right. They outbid the they outbid the pack. And the that essentially for that. is a first round draft because pick. it was the Dolphins had to forfeit their first round pick. Yes. This year. So it was pick so number thirty two. Like thirty two. Yeah. Thirty three. So. So now Pittsburgh has that pick. So we were originally were going to be pick number one, and then all the way to pick fifty five. There was a big gap in there. Now we got fifty five and sixty one. Did I just say it was? Was that sixty one? Yeah. No, pick number sixty one. So now we got two second round picks. Now this is this is the thing for me. They got a first round pick in 2024. That's huge because the Panthers are going to be bad again. Uh, presumably, because as we mentioned before, now the Panthers are number one. Presumably going to draft a quarterback. Maybe Bryce Young, probably, but who knows at this point? They might see somebody that they absolutely I mean, love and get them. And there there are also been reports that they're willing to trade down if they like multiple quarterbacks. I, I don't Which know. Which is similar. So they got rid of a, an amazing running back. They got rid of a, a Got rid of an amazing wide receiver, receiver, and yeah. they have no QB. Like, what are they gonna do? They have so a lot to get. Gonna the, one thing, the one thing is, is that the division is terrible. Yes. Yeah. So they could get away with it with not having that big a personnel because yeah. that division is garbage. It's easily the worst in the NFL. Yeah, I would argue. Like, there's they, nobody has a quarterback now, other than presumably Panthers, who will pick number one. Let's just save the argument, Bryce Young. Yeah. Now they have a quarterback, but then they got nothing. They traded the best player, Christian McCaffrey. DJ Moore is gone now. Who else do they have really there? You know, they're they're yeah. going to be in the rebuilding stage as yeah. well, and they're starting it with draft uh, picking now at number one, trading all the stuff to the Bears. Yeah. So now the Bears, you know, they got still a top ten pick this draft. They got now two second round picks in this year's draft. I think they have a total of what? Eleven. 10, 10 picks now total wow. in this upcoming draft, which is pretty good. But then next year, in 2024, they have two first-round picks, theirs and now Carolina's. That's huge. Yeah. So even if, say, the Bears take a good step and, like, they win seven, eight, nine games, I don't think they will, but just save for the argument, they're at the eight and nine or nine and eight record. Middling, they made a good jump. They're picking at 15, 16, however it may be. 
Panthers are probably going to be terrible because they're rebuilding. You now have you know, made a good step with Justin Fields and all the guys you're going to get, presumably in free agency in this draft, depending. You know, we'll do our official predictions for the Bears once the season comes closer and free agency and the draft, everything's done. But say they make that stride and they're picking at 15, Panthers are bad. Now they got to pick at 15 and in the top 10. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Lions right now. It's the same thing with the Eagles. The Lions took that huge step. They were nine. They finished nine and eight. Just missed the playoffs. They have two first round picks this season for the Lions. Houston. And they they got wow. so much. And the Eagles. Houston, Houston Texans have two first round picks. The Eagles. The Eagles too literally just went to the Super Bowl, and they have a top ten pick because of trading. People, oh. that, whoever they trade with, you know, they got a top ten pick now because that team was bad. Yeah. So that's how it works. I love that factor now that they at least have some insurance. And I can guarantee you that the Bears would have got a 2025 first-round pick as well, not a second-round pick, if DJ Moore was not in that deal. If DJ Moore was not in that deal, they'd have easily got a first-round of 24 and 25. But they wouldn't have taken the deal because DJ Moore was... It was either they have DJ Moore, they add DJ Moore in the deal, or we're calling... And that's that's smart on Ryan Poles, the general manager. That's smart on him. He knows what he wants. He needs help with Justin in that aspect. He just got his guy because with Mooney and Claypool, yeah, okay, it's something. It's better than nothing, but yeah. it could be a lot better. With DJ Moore then, that's a good first step. Again, can it be better? 100%. But that's a really good start for what the Bears are trying to build here. So now they can focus on somebody for the offensive line the defensive line or another like left or right tackle or a good center or whoever that they deem worthy as the number nine pick presumably they don't trade it again which yeah. we can get into which they might we might get into that but like the I think the Bears made a phenomenal deal huge shout out to our bear, our brand new Bears GM yeah, for making, second year for making good moves for like actually making progressive moves that are going to help the team and help Chicago win. Yeah. Like, this is huge. I don't, I feel like we have just been stagnant. We have not moved. And, like, the GM is, is a huge contributor to how we progress. Because for the longest time, it was basically George McCaskey and Ted Phillips. Yeah. Where George McCaskey basically took over the team and doesn't really know what he's doing. And then Ted Phillips, he's a financial guy. He's good with building things and financially running things he's not he doesn't know anything he's literally said in interviews i'm not a football guy i'm just a fan you know then why are you in charge of picking the head coach and the gm and all this stuff yeah i love that when ryan now ryan Poles has not nobody has really said what exactly was said when ryan Poles was interviewing with them but it's kind of been educatedly guessed that like he came in is like okay this is the reality your team sucks you've been stagnant 40 years have basically done nothing here's what we need to do we need to strip it down to the bare bones we need to start over I'm running this you guys are staying out of the way you give me five years I will at worst get you to the NFC championship if not the Super Bowl and that's what he and you know what and they said you know what do it he has his five years this first year, he traded everybody. Khalil Mack, Wokon Smith, like all those guys, gone. All these different types of picks, completely tatted down to the studs. Now they're significantly younger than where they were. 
they had a really bad year this year, kind of by design, to see who could step up and what, how could Justin Fields perform in this horrific team, and honestly, had a pretty good season. Now, is the things that he needs to get better in? Yes, he'll be the first one to tell you. But he had a really good, phenomenal season for what it was worth. They have the number one overall pick, and now they just did this. They just got a really good wide receiver. Now the momentum's here. You know, got all these picks. But okay, okay. You know, obviously, Poles has to prove more. But yeah, you got what do you got, Christian? Well, I, this is the first time in a long, long time yeah. that you can actually. GM tells you what they're trying to do and then step by step shows you and does what he says he's going to do. Because yeah. for the longest time, it's just like, well, what are the Bears going to do? And it's like, well, I don't know, they're the Bears, you know, anything can happen. Absolutely. Now it's just like, we're doing this, 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 and this, and this. We're doing and this. What happens is this, 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 this. We're doing this the right way is the biggest thing that he said because they just had the NFL Combine like a week or two ago. Oh, okay. And he had a whole bunch of interviews with Chicago Station. And everything that I kept hearing was he kept saying over and over again, I want to do this the right way. And I love that. He's not going to take any shortcuts. Because he could easily pay, you know, uh, a whole bunch of players in their like, early to mid-30s that are established. Like, all right, let's turn this thing around really, really quick and spend all that money that they have in cap space. He could easily do that, but then there's no long, long sustained success. Absolutely. He wants to build it through the draft, build that depth, so that in five years we still got a really good team. He, I can tell, he wants it to be like the Chiefs. Yeah. He, they have their quarterback. Until he proves otherwise, we have our quarterback. Now we need to build around him and really establish this thing, because where the Chiefs can bring in whoever and make them star-studded because they have so much good talent around them. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. I don't know if you guys know that much, but I was thinking, like, what what is the new president? It's Kevin something. He's Kevin Warren. Yeah, so he's the Big Ten commissioner. Right? He was he was the Big Ten commissioner for a long time. He got them like billion dollar TV deals, yeah. made them ten times bigger than what what uh, what they were when he started. He was a former executive uh, vice president of the Vikings. I believe that was his title. Don't hold me to that. But high up, high up ranking guy in the Vikings system. He helped build the stadium that's currently there, which is a phenomenal stadium. He was a former, you know, executive uh, vice president, something along those lines with the Lions as well. He helped make their stadium, which is phenomenal as well. So he's made two stadiums. Big Ten commissioner made all this money for them, all these big billion dollar TV deals and expansions and all that. Now he's coming to the biz. And he said on record, like, you know, I could have gone to, you know, say the Chiefs or 49ers or whoever of like, you know, established Patriots, whatever. I could have done that. I want a challenge. I like that. Yeah, that's something he, you want. He, he wants the challenge. He wants to make something that's been, you know, mediocre or flat out bad for decades. He wants to make it great. I like that. I like, I like how we have football guys yeah. running our team now. Ryan Poles, literally a former offensive lineman, former Bear, yeah. former offensive lineman in the league, went into the Kansas City system, helped. He has a Super Bowl ring with them. He's now here as the GM. We have Kevin Warren, who's been basically a football guy since he was born. 
and has done all that stuff with the Vikings, with the Lions, with the Big Ten, and is now here as our president. Yeah, my kind of what I was kind of bringing up before was I wonder if, if you know their chemistry um, between Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren. Um, like, I, I could see it working really well, both being football guys, both understanding the game well. Um, I just, I was curious if you knew uh, what their chemistry was together. As far as what I've heard is, I haven't heard any interviews with them, like, sitting with each other talking. Yeah. As far as what I've heard, I've actually, I haven't heard an interview yet with Kevin Warren. I presume he's done stuff, but I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. But from what I've heard from Ryan Pulse, he has talked about it, he has been asked about it, was that they have a good relationship. They have a good mindset. They have the same game plan of, like, they know what they're trying to do. Yeah, it seems like they're, like I said, they're both football guys. They both understand the business aspect, and they're, and they're ready to get it done. From from what it sounds like to me, I think they have an understanding of what their jobs are. Yeah. I think Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren, Kevin Warren understands that Ryan Poles is creating this team. And Ryan Poles understands that Kevin Warren is here to oversee it, while also he, Kevin Warren, is in charge of making the stadium. Yeah. Presumably. You know, they officially bought the property and there's still no word yet of like, you know, of it officially being greenlit and all going and all that stuff. That'll still take time throughout yeah. this 2023 calendar year. But it seems like they have an understanding of like, this is my job. This is your job. We're going to collectively do this together and we're going to build something special here. I feel like that's, that's what's happening. Yeah. I definitely could feel, at least from the outside looking in, a solid chemistry between yeah. them. And that's what gets me really, really excited. For Chicago, and to really see where where are we gonna go? We have Ryan Poles leading the charge, getting the players, getting us in a perfect draft draft position, mm-hmm. and you know, and Kevin Warren leading the charge on top, trying trying to help us progress stadium wise, business wise, do everything yeah. that outside the football yeah. game physically. He's doing everything outside of that. I, I love no go no. I was just gonna say I just feel like this is the first time in a while I feel comfortable. With who's leading the charge for yeah. our Chicago Bears? Because of the long time, like we said, it was like Ted Phillips. Well, yeah. he's like he's. I I, I I assume he's a great guy. Yeah, I'm a nice man, all that good jazz. I'm sure he's a phenomenal human being. But the reality is, is that Ted Phillips and George Bukowski running this did not work yeah. for a long time, for obvious reasons, like we said before about Ted Phillips and George Bukowski. Yeah, and I think now with them taking a step back, I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's the keys. Prove yourself right. We'll Absolutely. sit back. We'll oversee. Make sure you guys aren't doing anything stupid. But here's the keys. Go nuts. Yeah. I like that. I like. I respect them enough. I res- that's not the right phrase. I respect them a lot of letting Ryan Poles and now Kevin Warren come in, real football guys to the core to run this thing. Yeah. I'm- not just internal. Internal like uh, what's the phrase like uh, internal candidates yeah. to just come in like you know you're part of the organization you know go do like you know you know you know how we do business go do it no here's some outside guys do it real football guys I'd like that a lot absolutely I, I I'm gonna I'm seeing great success already and we are gonna be on a next level in Chicago hopefully 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 I have high hopes I I think we're in we're in great hands and now we just have to sit back and watch it seems to be a lot of that with our teams right now because i think this is a good transition into our second topic which was the blackhawks you have the bears right now that are clearly rebuilding whether they say it or not they are clearly rebuilding and are now 
at they they did this whole 2022 season of being terrible on purpose to get a high draft pick. Now the now the step start of doing all that stuff, right? Absolutely. The Blackhawks are now the step behind them. They just started this full rebuild. They traded away all these players that they had. The deadline just passed like a week ago for the NHL, and all these Blackhawks players were traded, including, which is the topic for today with the Blackhawks, is Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane's gone. Was officially traded, which you and I kind of have been kind of talking about for yeah. the last few months or two. Christian's been in full denial, and now it's happened. He's crying, and now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. With the Blackhawks, though, is that now they're a year behind of where the Bears are right now. Yeah. The Blackhawks now have what? I think you texted us to this, Christian. Like 14 first and second round picks in the next, next three drafts. That's almost two or three drafts. That's a lot. Wait, wait, what was that? I'm sorry. Four, yeah. 14 first and second round picks in the next two or three drafts. What? That's yeah. a lot. They, they, like, you think the Bears were trading everybody away. You think the White Sox were training everybody away in, like, 2016, 2017. They topped the cake with that, man. Sounds like the next couple of years we're going to be so it's, it's a lot of nice, fresh this, guys. And we can't also forget the Cubs, too. Yeah. The Cubs did the whole thing, too. They're projected to be, you know, maybe pretty good in, like, 24 next yeah. year. It sounded like the second half of these, of these 2020s, we're going to have at least the majority of our sports teams be really good. The Cubs, the Blackhawks, and the Bears. It's what it sounds like it's going to be. The White, White Sox, Sox <laughs> kind of up in the air. Yeah. You don't really know. White Sox and Bulls. That, that's Guess what's the common denominator? <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. But, it, but the point is, like, we don't really know about the White Sox. They could, you know, try to, uh, you know, keep this going. Uh, of like you know being somewhat of contenders, we don't we don't we don't really know what it's gonna be like the next two years because after this season there's a lot of guys with contracts are up which we will get into later down the line, and then the the Bulls it's just like what is going on here man yeah it, it's it's they're in they're in purgatory man they have no idea what they have right now they didn't trade anybody because they think they had a shot. They right now, as we currently record this, they have a more percentage-wise, they have a better chance of landing the number one overall pick than making the playoffs. The Bulls. Oh my God. Oh, and by the way, just to put the, the cherry on top, they don't have a, a first-round pick unless that pick is in the top four. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hey, we should probably tank because expiring contracts, guys getting old, it's clearly not working chemistry-wise. No, we're good. I think it will be fine. They quietly extended Billy Donovan. I like that though. Billy Donovan's a good coach. I like that. I just think that the team, the team that we have, it's just, it's just not John. Maybe it is Billy Donovan. I don't know. From my perspective, Billy Donovan's doing the best that he possibly can. But it's just like, I feel like it's just a whole bunch of good individual players. Yeah. And it's just not John. I feel like that's what it is. And it's I think so weird because they gelled so well last year. I I I kind I kind of argue that I don't think so. I think they just peaked performance for the first half, and then they came back down to earth the second half of last year's season. And now this full season, it's been what the second half was last year. I think that first half of the season last year for the bit of the Bulls was a fluke. I honestly think it was. Everybody peaked out, and then they came back down to earth. Uh, well, we 
we did lose Lonzo Ball, which was a very key contributor. Talk about he's supposedly maybe getting a third surgery now. I, I I I am very much not in favor of like oh we just need Lonzo Ball. Even if we had Lonzo Ball here, we probably will be in contention to be in the playoff tournament. That eight through twelve spot. What would it be a seven? Seven through ten spot. I think we would be in there. But I think that would be at best. I don't think we would be Alonzo Ball away from being like the top five in the in the what are we in the West or in the East? I forget where we're at. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, we are in the East. 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 So I, I I don't think we'll Alonzo Ball away. I think whether he's here or not, I don't think it would be much of a difference. Maybe like a few more wins. Yeah, maybe. But I just I don't think it would be much of a difference. I I honestly don't. But anyway, we're talking about the Hawks, not the Bulls right now. Yeah. So the biggest thing is Patrick Kane. Christian, looking at you, your thoughts and everything about what happened with Kane. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you are the true on true. You, I would. Is it is it a fair thing to say you love hockey more than baseball? Is that is that a, is that a, is that a fair question? It's definitely an argument for me. I would say it. it, it Hard to choose between the two. Yeah, um, I know it's kind of an unfair question. But right, like, because I mean, yes, was it was it more important to me when the Blackhawks had their dynasty for more than a decade? Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, but if I had to choose, I would probably say if both teams were good, and I probably picked the Hawks just because you know it's your thing. It's my thing. Yeah, he was my thing. And, you know, I love baseball too. Oh yeah. But uh, no, I, I yeah, guess. it's just it's 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 hard. So what what we have, like I know you said you hated it, but like what was generally going through your mind when Kane left? Because Kane for you, Kane for you is essentially your childhood. Right. Yeah. Because he was drafted what 07? We were, 08, I think. 07 or 08, You know, we were ten years old. We pretty much grew up with him. I, we're 20. I watched watch his whole career. We, we were, we're 25, and he's what 34. You know, we we grew, we grew up with him. And for you, like you know, was he was he a number one guy or was Tage a number one guy? Came to Cambridge, number one guy. So I can imagine why it'd be you know hard for you in that aspect. Yeah. No, I mean it's just I I understand it, but I don't understand it at the same time. I just because when you have somebody like that that's been that. So yeah, 16 years. I just don't see how you... Like, I just think he should... He, he needed to be a Blackhawk for life. I mean, because he literally brought the Blackhawks, the city, out of sports. Mediocrity. Or... Mediocrity, because, I mean, it was just awful. Yeah, it was. Thought. But he, you, you bring up the point of, like, I don't know, I don't understand why he should have been... I think, unfortunately, me being in professional wrestling for a while, I've really tried, I've really, not tried, I've really transitioned into seeing things from more of a business side, unfortunately, because for professional wrestling, you know, it's much, if I go to live shows and all that, like, I'll be a fan, I'll cheer, do all that. Watching on TV or anywhere, I'm all business. 
why is everything happening? What makes most sense? How do we make most money? How do we make most people easier? Unfortunately, I feel like I see a lot of things now from sports as more from a business side than a fan. I feel like I'm like 55, 45 business to fan. I'm still very much a fan and you know, love my players and want them to stay here forever, but I see things from a business point of view, right? I feel like for the Hawks, it makes business sense to trade away Kings. Because, you know, like you said, Kane was here for 16-some-odd years, right? The pinnacle of this team, the face of the team, you know, for all these years, done all these commercials, face of hockey for a period of time, yeah. He's the guy, arguably, at, at points, the number one guy in Chicago, as for sports-wise. But the thing is, is that um, for the Hawks right now, they have clearly said that we are rebuilding. They have flat out and come out and said, we are rebuilding. Yep. We're starting over because of everything that happened with the lawsuits and the scandals and all that great stuff that was happening with the Hawks. All that's kind of put to bed and behind them, trying to move past it. They are rebuilding. So it makes sense for them to trade all these players and all that. And when it comes to Kane, Kane's on his last year of his contract, right? And for him, as you said, Christian, he is still, he can still play really well. He's still a top guy in this league. Maybe not when he was in his prime 10 years ago, however you say, but like he can still really gun it. Absolutely. But the thing is for the Hawks is that by the time they're good again, he's going to be closer to 40, if not 40. So it makes business sense for them to trade him to get those pieces back so by the time he they're ready to be good again he's basically retired there's no point in that yeah it makes sense for to them to get that draft capital for them which they got a second round pick and if the rangers go would they trade to the new york rangers if they go to the was it eastern eastern conference finals that turns into a first round pick for the hawks so there's good draft capital there and as we mentioned before with all the stuff they've done they have 14 first and second round picks over the coming years. That's a lot. Yeah, Not 14 picks in total. 14 first and second That's, picks. that's like insane. That's huge. Top, it, top 60. Like, we'll have four top six, 60 picks in the next two or three rounds. That's massive. Massive, massive, massive. And we, it's, couldn't, we couldn't pick keep winning. Hawks keep winning. Yeah. What are you looking at me for? The Hawks are losing. They, they keep winning a lot. Lost last night. I know that. I know they lost a lot, but they keep they keep having these like three, four, five game winning streaks. I don't know yeah, why. They need to stop doing that. Exactly that point. Like they shouldn't be, but they they, should they, they shouldn't be because they they are literally playing <clears throat> rookies and old guys that are yeah you know yeah. rookies that have. But that guys that you know aren't very good. But that's the thing with rookies, though. I can you can say for like you know middle-aged or veteran guys that have been around for a while aren't very good. But those rookies, they're trying to you know they're not playing just for the Hawks. They're playing for all the other NHL teams. They're like, hey, I'm worthy of a contract. I want I want to be here. You know, they're playing the butts off so they can get money and contracts to be established. So that's why they're playing really well, in a sense, with those rookies because they're playing the butts off to try to win contracts, right? Yeah, it makes business sense for Kane to go, and I would argue like Taves would have gone too, but 
unfortunately, Kay's has had medical issues, and now he's stepped away from NHL again. And the word is that he might retire because of his medical issues with COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. Don't know yet. I hope he doesn't. That would be a really crappy way for him to go out with the legacy that he has, with not just the Hawks, but with the NHL. Agreed. But I, it, I feel like Caves would have been, uh, uh, Taves would have been traded as well if he was healthy. Unfortunately, he's not. I feel like he, he will stay here longer because you know they kind of have to, but. It, it unfortunately it makes business sense and it's really crappy and I wish it didn't happen because you know Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves you know yeah they are the two like the faces yeah, the of hockey for a long say, time literally. not just not, no bias either like you can ask any sort of hockey look at your fan. NHL Xbox game covers <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly like we have no one they had to take Kane off because he had that yeah he had some allegations he had that girl set him up in do you remember that in high school? I remember that he got taken off, but it's like something. Yeah, we won't go into details about it, but he, he had a, a scandal on him from a woman well, accusing watch, him of some stuff. Watch out, fellas! There are scammers out there that are trying to get your money. So, and they found out that was that what it was? It was a scam. Yeah, he was set up. Oh my god! Yeah. So, but you know, he is gone. What's done is done. And the thing is with the Hawks is that, you know, he's he's still, like I said, he can still go, Jonathan Kane. Uh, Patrick Kane. He yeah. can still go, and this is his last year on his deal. He's going to want a lot of money for, like, a three, four, five-year period. Yeah. Hawks are going to be good, so why would they pay him that much money to be on a really bad team that's building? Yeah. It's rebuilding. So, I, I wish he could have stayed, like you said, to be a lifelong Hawk, but it just makes business sense for him to not. But that's where we are. And as we mentioned before, with the Cubs, with the Bears, and with the Hawks, the second half of these 2020s is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. We can't we can't speak for the, the White Sox or the, the Bulls right now. But those three, like, it's going to be really fun to watch those teams these next, what, seven years? Oh, yeah, most definitely. It's going to be really fun to watch. Absolutely. We've had this kind of real, real dull period of, like, all five of our teams being bad or underachieving in a sense. And these next upcoming five to seven years, at minimum, three of our teams are going to have a good shot of being really good. Absolutely. Which I like, you know. Yep. I've always said this, you know. I want the White Sox to win. But if the Cubs are good, I'm going to cheer the hell out of them. Oh, absolutely. I want them to go, I want them to go far. You know, I was basically not into hockey. And then once the Hawks were really good when we were kids, I got really into it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with my dad. You know, my dad's a lifelong hockey with the Bears. We've never seen the Bears had sustained success in our whole lives. They yeah, had it's pop, kind of crazy. They had the pop-up season in the 06 into that 07 season with the Super Bowl and then they had that pop-up season in 2018 with Mitchell Trubisky when they went, what, 12-4 and four, and then they had that double doink. Other than that, we had the, those two separate seasons that are decades apart and we've never seen sustained success with really any of our teams other than the Hawks. You know, the Cubs had their kind of like three-year, four-year period, and that's about it. But like the Hawks were like from basically, what, 2008-09 to 2017? Yeah. Like, that's a good period. I want that for the Bears. I want that for all of our teams. But I want that just like with the Bears because they've been just so mediocre and yeah. bad for so long because they just didn't have the people in the front office that knew what they were doing and weren't... 
football guys to the core. Yeah. You know, that's what I want. I want guys that, the, that give a crap. Because if all three of us went into, like, say, the White Sox, we're all baseball guys to the core. We love it to death. Oh, absolutely. If we go in there like, okay, how are we going to make this team win? We could care less about the money and all that. It's going to be there. We want to win. How are we going to win and set this team up for a success for a long time? That's what we want. You know? And, uh, yeah. But unfortunately, there's owners and stuff out there in all sports that like, only care about the money, which is fair. You know, some people get into it to make money, which is fair. And I just, I personally don't like that. No. I No, I totally understand. I mean... There is some level of needing to make money to keep the business going. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you're there to make a great team for your city and to succeed, really. I mean, to succeed not just for you, but for the entire organization, for your city, for your state, and, and for your fans. Yeah. That's the most important thing. And, the, and it does get lost because people get, you know, people want to read it. Yeah, and yes, it's okay to be a little greedy and, and make money. That's how you. That's how, that's you, how you make. Yeah. That's how you. That's how you move up in life. You yeah. have to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. You have to be a little bit rude and mean to people to get what you want in life, especially in those higher positions. That's just how it works. But at the same time, if you're there, you want to win because the more you win, the more people show up. People show up. That's more ticket sales. That's more concessions. That's more merchandise sold. That's yeah. more, 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 more because people are invested and they want to see a winning product. Yeah. You get money just by default with TV deals and default amount of people showing up. Yeah, you yeah. do. But you can maximize that with more people showing up because you have a good product on the field. Absolutely. You know, like I don't understand why that's such a hard thing to grasp with people. Yeah. Like it's like how. money to where you could be why not try to maximize it i don't get it yeah i don't get it at all but anyway that's been our topics for today <laughs> i feel like we went over a lot of stuff today yeah um does anybody have any final thoughts with today with the bears slash hawks kev any last things all i have to say is go xavier it's hard because we're wa- we're watching the game. This has been an interesting podcast. Today. I really wish a, a dual we, task. We, I really wish we had this recording because you guys would have loved to see Christian just basically screaming in silence right now as we're watching this. <laughs> Christian, any final words? I get need a lot of beer. <laughs> as we currently. It looks like the first half of this game is about to end, and right now it is 39-24 Marquette as the final buzzer goes off. Oh, he misses that. Yeah, yeah, so the first half goes off. It is 39-24 Marquette. You know, I saw it was like what 33-10 at one point. 33-9. Yeah, like it was yeah, bad. That's, that's they insane. brought it back somewhat. Yeah, brought it back somewhat, but they're still. We were down. We were down 10 and a half. See how that before goes. I start screaming expletives at Shaka yeah, so let's, yeah, so let's shut this up before he starts swearing. <laughs> I was off the storm. Uh, well, no, bear down and uh, 
That's, yeah, that's a good. That, that needs to be a, a T-shirt. <laughs> Look out for our merch coming, by the way. We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> we got. We got to drop something, guys. Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> like, what? Do you, okay, what do I, I need? need something. <laughs> I mean, what do you? Okay, what do you want? I don't know. What do you mean? Will you say hats? I want merch. Okay, what do you want? Hats. I think we need socks. Socks. What uh, <laughs> of your face on it? <laughs> it's like the Steve-O that you got the tattoo the picture of I just, The picture I just took of him, all concerned, that could be a sock. We can get some ideas from it. The blood flow. The blood flow. <laughs> I, like, I, I like this idea. I think, I think we should get some merch out. We're trying. We're trying. Sweaters, hoodies. Sweaters, hoodies, hats. hats. Backpacks. Maybe. Two bubs and a bike backpack? Podcast. Backpack. Dude, we could do a uh, we could do like a podcast on the road. Oh. How would that work? I don't know. Like we, we do like we, we do like a, some, like, like a little trip. Guys. Like we'll do like a small trip together and we'll bring your laptop laptop and the company call it paying for it? I, well, I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if uh, corporate's paying for it, but I mean uh, they gave you the card. So mean, Oh and uh, by the way, McCain, you want to smart with yeah, I mean, I do work in your corporate office in, uh, you have shared in Chicago. Yeah, so McCain, uh, sponsor us. You know, Honestly. we got, we got, we got a, we got a representative I'm, right here. A McCainer himself. Yeah, McCainer. McCainer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we are. We're McCainers, man. We stand strong. McCainer, McCainer. <laughs> Make a song. Get yourself some French fries. Get yourself. Oh yeah, we'll get some. Uh huh. I can get some sponsor me some food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where were we just now, Kev? Well, it's actually called Delray's Delray's Chicken Basket, but we like to call it the Chicken Basket. It's terrible inside joke. Yeah, we uh, actually, fun fact, uh, if anyone has seen Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, it's been Mm -hmm. been on it. My family has been going there since I was little, and my dad was going since he was little. Mm -hmm. So we've been going there for a long time, and now I got the uh, the boys on the bus um, to go there. So, yeah, and it's fairly close to by Mike, so this is good. Yeah, Yeah. it's close to me. But you, you know what? It's so funny. Like I call it the chicken bucket. It's just because, like in my head, I I want to say chum bucket from SpongeBob. <laughs> really? Because it's it's a chicken bucket. Like, what chum the, bucket. You know? It was like the first day. You're like, yeah, the chicken bucket. I'm like, what? The chicken basket? And you're like, no, we're calling it the chicken bucket. Right? Because like it just it, like in my head, I want to say chum bucket. And so I just like I'll call it the chicken bucket. Yeah, if the chicken bucket works, yeah, I'll make it work. Dude, SpongeBob is gonna be a part of our lives, but until oh, absolutely. Is. But the old, like the good SpongeBob. Yeah, so the first three seasons. Correct. The first three seasons. <laughs> first three seasons. Oh. First three seasons. Yeah, but it will Excuse me, it will be forever called the, the, the chicken bucket. Chicken bucket. Yes. It's like I see signs for it on the highway driving yeah. around here. It's like, oh yeah, chicken bucket. No! Chicken, chicken bucket. bucket. I, can just, I can just see Michael doing all the signs on the highway. Sis. Fuck it. Black spray paint. Like, no! No, chicken bucket. But dude, that place is so good. Oh no, it's so good. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Two Bubs and a Mike Sports Podcast. Again, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Anchor app, and anywhere that you get your podcast. Follow us on the socials on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. All at Two Bums and a Mike. I have been Michael. I have been Christian. And I have been Kevin. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Go Jack. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>